Hey, welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. Hello. Welcome into the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. I am here. We have um, a wonderful episode set for you guys. I'm here with one of my best friends in the entire world. He is Mr. Eric Wolverton. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yay, yay, Eric. Woo! Big intro. Yay. (laughs) First off, I just wanted to remind everybody that you need to go over to our social medias. We are literally everywhere. Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. All at... Ono oh, disc golf, 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 and guess what? Ono oh, disc golf. Pretty easy to remember, right? I mean, I know people who could forget it. <laughs> Does it happen to be you? <laughs> uh, you're the one who's got a worse memory than I do. Let's I, be I really let's do. be fair. We have big news. We have free shipping on our Teespring store with the code Ono. Oh, uh, that is coming up. We're going to be doing that for the rest of the month. We're going to be doing free shipping. Oh, no. On our merch store over at teespring.com backslash stores backslash Oh, no disc golf. And if you don't want to listen to this episode again to get that code, if you message us on our social medias, we'll probably get it for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot it right at you. <laughs> But Eric, uh, today we're going to be talking about a few different fun things. We're going to be talking about ourselves a little bit because I don't think we've really introduced ourselves that much. Uh, maybe a little bit. We've done an in the bag and we've talked about some goals and some disc golf things, but the, the listeners really don't know who we are yet. The second thing we're going to be talking about, we're going to talk about All-Stars Weekend. Uh, we're going to have some bold predictions, some hot takes. It's going to be some fun stuff. And last but not least, we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to have the top five list. Eric is going to tell me about some small uh, YouTube channels that he's been following. I don't really have a ton of time to uh, check them out because I'm like literally always editing. But Eric is a loves... glutton for disc golf content. Loves it. So we have a great podcast set for you guys. Keep the keep your ears listening. So I'm going to introduce my best friend in the entire world, Eric, to talk about himself. Eric, who are you? Uh, well, my name's Eric Wolverton. I am 28 years old. I have a wonderful fiance. I don't know if you guys want to know her name, but you know, I mean, you don't have to say her name. That's cool. I have uh, look three... out for her on all the social media. She likes all of our posts. Yep, she's our probably <laughs> one of our number one supporters, <laughs> right next to my wife. Right. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, I feel like your wife's more hands on with uh with helping you and Brittany's just always liking and sharing a little bit gotcha she got like all of her friends to like our page but that was nice of her yeah uh, i have three kids and three dogs two cats and we just got a new foster dog named Mort- mortimer he wasn't in, in here but he uh he apparently left it sounds like a farm man i am a dog groomer as well that is my regular career um, so I spend a lot of time with dog hair, lots and lots of dog hair. Uh, I've <laughs> been playing disc golf for probably, I want to say since I've been like 18, 19, 20, um, but I've only started to take it seriously in what, probably the past two years, maybe a year and a like half. me and you started to really take it 
yeah, take it, I think like, it seriously was not more. this last summer, but the summer before. We we and then this were, last like, summer we each yeah this last took summer it to was a much a different farther level. extreme yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we were trying to get better last like the summer before last summer or whatever but this summer we just uh, went a little crazy with it invested a little bit more money into it I think. <laughs> Invested a lot of time into it, I know. Oh yeah. Lots any of time. chance any chance we could get into to throw any anywhere we could, we figured out a way. What we created a course at my house, created a course at your parents' house and grandparents' house. Yep. So we made like three, four we made three different courses. Yeah. I mean we just have like practice baskets, but we spent right. a lot of time with it. It was a good time. We were uh, we would take the basket and throw it on a four wheeler, so we could just drive the four wheeler out to where the hole would be, run back. Chucky plastic. So we, we got good at at putting for elevated baskets. In case yeah. we ever run into any of those, well, really good practice. I didn't get good at it, but as as good as we could be at it. <laughs> I had a lot of layups. <laughs> good as our putting allowed us to. Right. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any anything else exciting about. I'm from Michigan. I think I said that in one episode, but um, from the cold state of Michigan, so it's been. A, I think it was negative one here today. Ooh, so I haven't been getting a whole lot of time in. That sounds rough. Yeah, it's a lot of fun watching Kyle throw in shorts while <laughs> I can barely throw. <laughs> yeah, it's been really nice for me. I'm from Michigan as well but I just moved into uh, Parker, which is a sub part of Denver. Um, And it is amazing. I can actually go outside comfortably without like shivering after 10 seconds. It's been a little bit colder. It's going to be cold like this week, but then we always pop back into like the fifties and sixties and it has been completely a different world. You just have to deal with a lot of wind. Yeah, um, I get excited when it's only like five or six miles an hour for wind. Um, That's good. Uh, When it's above 15, I usually try to not go out. Or if I do, it's just like a smaller nine-hole course. So they don't, his discs don't fly into the freeway. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, go back an episode if you missed that story. Um, It's on episode three. Uh, Was that your most oh-no moment, you think? disc golf no there was one other moment and you were there Uh, i was that one time i threw my heat and guess what overturned it and it went into the road and got ran over by a truck it just it timed Uh, it so perfectly where like it went right at the road right as the truck was going over it so it like hit it immediately and it was yeah I was lucky that it wasn't worse, but I mean, it was, you know, that was, that was early on in my disc golf career, but that was probably my biggest, oh no. Oh, one more too. Oh my gosh, dude. I've had a few. <laughs> I hit my wife square in the shoulder <laughs> with the truth. Ah. <laughs> Completely on accident. It, she was slightly in front of me. I grip locked it as I do. So would you say she can't handle the truth? I really hope she doesn't listen to this part. <laughs> uh, yeah, she can't handle the truth. Big old bruise. Oh, no. It was right before we got married. 
Uh, yeah, there was. Well, then I guess you're lucky you still got married. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. <laughs> that was the fastest, like, oh no, like. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I, I've been there. I never hit my wife in the shoulder, my fiance in the shoulder, but. Yeah. You have a good on moment? Um, yeah, but I wasn't throwing. I was at the Cass City tournament, and you know how Cass City set up. The yeah. But tell the listeners. For- the T for one hole is literally almost maybe two feet, not even off the fairway of another hole, the downhill hole number seven, and then hole 16 is like right in front of you. And Bobby uh, Durbin, one of my friend's sons, gets up and rips it and almost smashes into a whole group of people. A whole group? Yeah, there was the whole the whole group was sitting right on the thing, and he would like froze up and forgot to yell four. So I had to yell it for him. Oh my and gosh! By the time I was saying it, it was probably only five feet away. It didn't, right. it didn't actually hit anybody, but that's so lucky. Yeah. So luckily, I wasn't throwing. I also had been embarrassed. I was and to everyone who doesn't know that the it is a ridiculous course in that way. I don't know how you play a tournament there because the tee boxes are literally almost like in the way of where you're going to be throwing. Oh yeah. There was a lot of times uh, where like uh, there's like four holes that all go in a circle with each other and everyone would just kind of sit there and stare at each other because they didn't know who was going. And it was like far enough away to where you couldn't like have a good conversation to plan to go who goes next. So we'd all just sit there and stare at each other. (laughs) But yeah, it messes with the vibe. If you get if you get like on a hot streak, it's hard to carry that hot streak because you're stuck waiting. Right. But it's just something you got to learn to deal with. Absolutely. I mean, you got to keep your eyes peeled when you're on a course during a tournament. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, Kyle. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am a 26 year old, technically a millennial, right? Yeah. I fit that pretty well. I'm an Aries, so I'm super hard-headed. I have an extreme passion for disc golf. It's pretty much like, at the moment, eat, breathe, sleep, disc golf, because I'm unemployed. I'd rather this be like a happy, safe space for people who are looking for like a conversation with friends. I understand that like the pandemic's been kind of difficult for people. They feel really alone. So it's kind of cool to have like a conversation just between two friends. It feels really nice and natural. Wait, and... we're friends. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we're friends, I, man. <laughs> like something a friend would say, right? It is totally something a friend would say. I don't think that it's somebody who is not your friend would say that. Yeah, they, they, they just, just sit there awkwardly like, what the hell is this guy talking about? How did I get stuck doing this? Right. <laughs> um, I've always had entrepreneurial aspirations, so I've always wanted to own my own business. I was thinking, what are my passions? Uh, disc golf is definitely up there. And then Eric just happened to, I have the message, or is it a text? I think it's a text that where you said, Real talk, why don't we get into the disc golf podcast game? And from then on, it's been an obsession, and here we are. 
episode four. Who would have thought we made it? Who would have thought? In your face, yeah. mom. <laughs> my mom's actually been really supportive. <laughs> so is my mom. <laughs> well, that brings us into a good point. This will be the last time you guys have to listen to my subpar audio. Oh, yeah. So the, you yep. can tell them. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell them on the good audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, my dad wanted to invest in our small business. So he was like, well, what is one deficiency that you have? And I was like, Eric's microphone, the first like that, that was my, like, it took a half a second. And he was like, send it to me on Amazon. I'll send it to Eric literally that day. So we will have that for the next episode. Look, I don't really listen to ourselves myself. So I don't know how bad I sound. Yeah, Eric doesn't listen to <laughs> most of the podcasts. I kind of send him clips sometimes, but he gets really nervous when he hears himself talk. So, yeah. You're going to do some auto-tuning with the mic, too, so I <laughs> can enjoy my voice. Maybe I'll, like, you know, pitch it up a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Hi, so, I'm Eric Wolverton. I, I, I'd listen to it. <laughs> Although I might start introducing myself as somebody else. Oh, that might be a good idea. I'll just completely pretend. Take on this whole new persona. <laughs> But that just kind of leads me into the next thing is like why we're doing this podcast. The reason is, is because we're both crazy about disc golf. And we don't have any friends. To right. Talk. We have each other as friends. Real, I, well, that's me. I, I don't really have very many friends. I have like one friend here. So it's a really good excuse for me to like constantly talk to Eric. <laughs> yep. We just, uh, yeah, I don't have anybody who's like passionate about disc golf that I've uh, met yet around here, mainly yeah, because it's winter. Once you so. meet somebody, man, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm starting a new podcast. <laughs> um, so it's just, uh, gets it's called me Oh talking. Yes Disc Golf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gets me talking for um, a couple hours about disc golf, which is nice. I think it's been really nice. I think yeah. it's really been fun to like start a business with your friend too, to tell you the yeah. truth. And not a lot of pressure on it, you know. Yeah, we're just going to try our best. Um, Any results are good results. That's it, man. If one person listens to it, I'll be happy. If 100,000 listen, that's even, I mean, better, but still happy. That's, I don't want 100,000. That's too you many. You want 100,000? No, now I'm even more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll only have two people listen, Eric. There we go. That's better. Don't pay attention to it. <laughs> Don't see how many listeners we have. I wanted to make just a nice little community for people that are amateur disc golfers that wanted to hear about things from an amateur perspective. And we're going to continue to get better and learn more about the sport. And we can let you guys in on that, too. This year is going to be an awesome year for disc golf. It's it's leading up to be one thing we're hoping to do in the uh near future is maybe bring um like amateurs or even like up and coming pros or uh small company owners all kinds of stuff like that on so they can kind of plug their their channel and we can like get an idea of how they started um just to help help all the small companies grow and uh and get better with get better with us yep so if if uh, if you guys know anybody who might want to come on and, and talk shop a little bit, uh, send them send them our way. Yeah, hit us in the in the DMs. Yeah, because we don't have much else to do. 
I literally just uh, groom dogs and my phone sits there all day and I watch watch uh, disc golf videos and listen to disc golf podcasts. I think I listen to pretty much any any place where I can find disc golf. I think if there's a I don't think there's a disc golf podcast out there that I don't know about. And that's cool. It's nice to be part of that community. Yeah. I don't talk to any of them because I feel like an outsider still, but we'll get there. Dude, you'll get there. All right, Eric. Uh, what are we talking about next? Uh, we're going to talk about this upcoming weekend, the DGPT All-Star Weekend. Uh, it looks like it's a pretty cool event. It'll be the first annual, first time they've ever done something like this. So, um, yeah, pretty excited. Sounds really cool. Yeah, All-Star, the, All-Star Weekend meaning? They got the top eight players from MPO field and the FPO field, and they're having them compete in the uh, a somewhat different tournament than I think most people are used to seeing or different than I'm used to seeing for sure. Um, They have it. So the first day there's going to be all-star doubles. So there's going to be four teams of two players competing against each other on MPO and FPO. And then day two, the scores carry over from the doubles and then it's whoever plays the best or whoever has the lowest score over the past those past two days. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it seems pretty interesting, and they really have some 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 all stars is the best way to describe it. For real, though, uh, that sounds like I mean a little bit complicated, but like super interesting. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch for the fans, no matter what. And I don't Absolutely. think it really matters like I don't, I don't know what the winner gets i guess i haven't seen anything about that but um i think the the competitors are gonna have a lot of fun too so uh why don't we get into talking about who's gonna be there that'd be cool yeah who's who's gonna be there the team number one so they the way they did it is they competed they put the paired the first seed with the eighth seed um and team number one is paul Macbeth and garrett girthy which i mean it's hard to argue anything with Paul Macbeth. You know, he can he can pretty much throw like the the safe shot and then Garrett Gerthy can just go for the ace run. On any hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then the second hole or second team is Heimberg and Kevin Jones, which again That's I, a power I mean, team. Yeah, you would think like that I, I feel like that's the more almost the more safe option because they both can go for the for the pin as well as you know they can switch on and off right every time i go through like i've looked at it a couple times and every time i go through it i'm like okay this one's gonna be definitely the one i'm gonna choose and then i just heard it was like heimberg and kj and i'm like maybe them yep that's Uh, what it's gonna be all the way all the way through oh my gosh I, i mean i'm just happy whoever wins i don't even care yeah, I just yeah, I just enjoy watching it. That's that's the I don't know the best part about just watching live disc golf is I don't have don't normally have someone that I really really want to win. I just uh, want to see some good disc golf out there. Right, and it, it usually that that order gets delivered. Oh yes, that someone's playing good. <laughs> uh, team three is made up of Ricky Wysocki and Nico Castro, which will be kind of fun because they used to be teammates when they were both on Trilogy. Well, Nico's still on Trilogy, but when Ricky used to play for Dynamic, they were they used to be were teammates. they friendly back then? Yeah, yeah, they were, they used to be good friends. There's That's a cool. video I just watched where um, 
Nico calls Ricky out for a foot fault and he spends the whole time talking about how he's like, you know, I'm just trying to play the rules on everybody, you know, me, my friends, it doesn't matter kind of thing. Right. Um, so it was pre- pretty interesting because uh, I never, yeah, I never knew that they used to be like good friends. Then on our team four is Eagle and Chris Dickerson. And when I get to that, I just feel like they have the chance to win too. Cause... Right. Cause like, Okay, so it's basically equal chances for every team. That's what no, we're getting at here. Without a doubt. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be very interesting. Wow. Oh, I forgot to mention, too, for there's it's going to be nine or two rounds of nine holes um, or two loops of nine holes apiece. Um, and in the first nine for doubles, it's going to be best shot doubles. And in the second nine, it's going to be worst shot doubles. So that's, I mean, that's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, that's why I feel like after, I guess, after announcing, like tell, saying that, I feel like Heinberg and KJ are the more likely option. But I know you never know. Oh, man. You just never know. That's you so want to pick a winner? You oh, my gosh. I, I want to, winner? yes, but I don't because it's so difficult. Well, you want I, me to go first? I had a winner picked. So, yeah. and then you heard the worst shot double thing, huh? Yeah, go I'll ahead. let you make make yep. the choice after you, sir. All right, I'm picking. I'm going with Heimberg and KJ. You're going with Heimberg and KJ. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, that's a good pick. Oh, I don't want to pick the same person and or no, the same team. I, you can I, pick I, the same team. You gotta go with your with your thoughts. Eagle and Chris Dickerson for the win. That's a that's a good one. That's that's who I'm gonna go with. Pretty bold predictions. Well, betting against Macbeth. Yeah, it's a pretty difficult bet. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> that sounds well, exciting you, as hell, though. Who do you think's gonna win day two? Who do you think's gonna so doubles, run away with it? Doubles so is doubles over. and then doubles is over. How many people move on to? I think it's all eight. I think it's all eight the next day. Oh, so they just take their scores and yep, if they rock on. it on individually. I mean, I can't imagine the scores will be that different. Right. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong, but I can't imagine that your score is going to be that, like, there's going to be any, like, real huge winner. I'd imagine they're all pretty, going to be pretty similar after the doubles round. Right. But we'll see. You know, I guess you, you really never know, and it's going to be exciting to see. Number one, I was really on the Kevin Jones train. I'm going to go with him to win it. Yeah. I'm going to go with Calvin Heimberg. That's a really... I don't think there's a bad pick. Nope, there's definitely not. So, good pick. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see who wins it for sure. And I'm I'm excited, one, just to get back to watching live disc golf. And two, to see something kind of, to me, out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, it's a completely different tournament style than anything that I've seen. Yeah, so that'll be. I mean, I haven't even watched too many like live doubles tournaments, but I think that sounds sweet watching the pros do it. Right. It's like doubled the disc golf right away. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're going to see some sweet shots. Right. So then, going to the teams on the FPO side, we have Team One being Paige Pierce and Heather Young, Team Two being Katrina Allen and Kona Panis, 
team three being Sarah Holcomb and Jessica Weiss, and team four being Haley King and Missy Gannon. Again, some absolute all-stars on the FPO side. Man, that's tough. I'm, I'm honestly surprised how that Haley King's at four. I don't know if she didn't tour as much. I think this is all based on points. She just came on last or in the end of the year. No, okay. really strong. Yeah, must have not got not got maybe as much tour time as some of the others. But yeah, I think also just watching her be almost dominant at uh, the DGPT Championship makes me think that she was doing that all year. Right. She definitely was killing it that day. Oh yeah. I mean, it's uh, you have to be killing it to take down Paige Pierce, right? Uh, you have any predictions for the doubles? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Haley King's team. Okay, I'm gonna go with Paige Pierce's team. Yeah, I know that that's you, you know you that's, that's the, <laughs> the easy way. I feel like uh, I, know I can't remember Missy Gannon's play style, but I feel like picking four and five as a team is uh, can be pretty pretty safe bet and. I'm a big Haley King fan just because she's I don't know, it's young, so I hope she hope she just gets out there and kills it. Right, she's like the new new uh, Paige Pierce. Yeah, she's gonna be better than Paige Pierce. You just watch. I hope so. That would be awesome to watch. And uh, who do you think's gonna run away with it in the second day? Well, it's not as exciting because you just talked about her a bunch, but Haley King. Yeah. Maybe Paige Pierce makes a comeback. I was thinking Paige is going to win the double or like, you know, that team by like quite a bit, but then Haley will come back. That'd be pretty sweet. It's always watched to watch a big comeback. I like that narrative. So I like to just put it wherever I can. (laughs) Whatever, whatever works. Right. Right. Well, I'll just go opposite of you and say Haley King's going to come out with a huge lead and Paige Pierce is going to make a comeback. Okay. She's going to have that chip on her shoulder and she's just going to come back and tear the place down. I could absolutely see that. It'd be fun to watch either way. The comebacks are the the best part about it, I think. They're definitely fun to watch. Faux show. Oh, and then this all takes place at Fountain Hills in Arizona. When? February 20th and 21st. Cool. We'll have to keep an eye out. That'll be the weekend after this gets released. So keep an eye out. Maybe we'll do some like... uh commentary on it or something on some of our social medias yeah i'm sure we'll at least talk about it in the in the next episode talk about the winners talk about how it was predict the next winners yeah see if our predictions came true i mean that'd be sweet first time talking about it on air and bam we're right hey that'd be pretty cool we're gonna be so wrong oh definitely (laughs) (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Eric, I don't have enough content to watch on YouTube. You never send me enough things. I can send you more. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm just kidding. Eric sends me things all the time. But 
he put together a special list for us today, the listeners and me, because I, I mean, I need to find some small YouTube channels to follow too. But Eric put together a top five list of his favorite small YouTube channels. They're all a little bit bigger than us, but I think they're all under 10,000 subscribers. Yeah, that's what I was aiming for. Anyone under under 10,000 could make the list, uh, except for one that ha- happened to get to 10,000 yesterday. So oh, that's cheating. So, but he's a, he's a really good guy to watch, and he's been a lot of lot of fun. That sounds good. Grandfather him in. Yes, might as well. <laughs> anyway, uh, my number five is Rippin' Discs. Um, they're honestly kind of two guys like us. They're just amateur disc golfers who enjoy the sport uh they make they just started making a lot of how-tos but they used to make like little challenges like i originally found them um with they were doing a random disc challenge where they had 11 discs and they had siri pick a number and that's the disc they had to use at that hole they had everything from uh innova corvettes down to just putters and then the number 11 was a whammo like lid like a regular frisbee so it was uh, that was pretty enjoyable, and then after that, I was just kind of hooked on them. That sounds fun. Um, but yeah, they're two two pretty pretty funny guys. I think I've seen a video that you sent me of them. Yeah, it's probably that eleven disc one because that probably was, like my was. Favorite, favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> but they sound awesome. They are. I enjoy it. Uh, my number four is called Back of the Box Disc Golf. Um, I like them because he's also, you know, kind of like us. He's just an amateur disc golfer trying to have fun. I think he's the smallest out of all the ones I follow, but he makes a lot of funny songs. That's cool. Um, one he has called, I think it's called I Hit a Tree Again. And <laughs> uh, it's a it's a pretty good, pretty good song he has written. But he does a, another cool video where he buys a brand new disc. Um, and he talks about how it's overstable. And he literally just throws it into a tree the whole video. And then talks about how it flies perfectly, and I just I thought that I got a huge kick out of that. <laughs> just to you know buy buy a disc that you like the feel of, but it doesn't fly just the way you want it. So right. just you know throw it into the dirt, throw it into a tree, and then it flies perfect. Yep. <laughs> uh, number three is the guy who just made it to 10k, and if uh, you follow Ezra Adderhold, you've probably seen this guy quite a bit, or Aderhold, sorry. Um, Tristan Tanner, he, from what I've seen, he's like one of the nicest guys on tour too, that will just, uh, you know, hang out or play around with you just, just for fun. Um, I think he might be a Colorado native. I could be wrong, probably wrong. So don't check him on that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but he, he, he's, uh, puts out a lot of good videos with Ezra, um, playing like little games. Uh, he's, I think it was him that showed me like the the baseball game where you get like three discs and each time you don't make it there and like uh, you approach and then if you don't make the putt you lose a disc um and then last person to uh keep his discs win it's just like a little game you can play with a friend or you could even condition it to make like you know change the rules a little bit to make it with yourself like just push yourself uh to get better at different approaches right uh, well, yeah, lots of good content on his channel. Sounds cool. He's just doing a giveaway right now, so can go check him out. get there quick and try to get in on the giveaway. Sounds good. Um, the next one's kind of a big up-and-coming name. I don't know how many subscribers he has. I know it's under 10,000, uh, but it's Trash Panda. Uh, he is kind of making a name for himself. He makes his own discs in the, his garage out of recycled plastic. 
so he has his own uh, putter prototype that is uh, that he yeah, all he goes runs through the whole process of making it. He um, shows you how they fly in his one video. He's like just showing how, showing you how the disc fly, and he aces with his own homemade disc. So that's pretty cool. He just made a made a video with a with a pro. Um, where he brings him on and, and has his ma- make his own disc. So that's pretty sweet. But that is sweet. He's I, shooting up pretty fast. Like, this is uh, another one of those that I, you sent me and I have watched. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's Colorado native, too. So maybe you can uh, go over hey. there and make, make a disc with him. Trash Panda, hit me up. I'll come make a disc. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. He likes coffee. So, you know, there's another thing that you hey. guys can talk about. We will be friends, like, really he fast. Seems like, seems like a good guy cares about the environment what's wrong what's what's better than that like coffee and disc golf fully recycled disc and the way that he explained how there's like a billion different plastics he's like really doing a good job at educating the disc golf community on like what goes into making a disc yeah it's pretty it's uh it's definitely been an interesting ride with with watching his stuff yeah obviously has a huge passion for it if he's gonna spend all his time making his own discs Right, it takes a lot of time. Oh yeah, I think you tried to get your dad to help you make your own disc line, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Try to talk him into it. It's it's just plastic extrusion, and uh, we're pretty big back in back into that back home. So Uh, yeah, I've looked into it. It's it's a consistency thing um, and a demand thing. So. Yeah, his well, his discs are extremely hard and slippery. I guess, like rock hard. If you watch a video of him putting with it, the noise it makes is so like earth shattered. I don't know, it's crazy. Like it sounds like it's gonna break. Is how That's like weird. hard the disc is. But that but was like one of his first he, prototypes. He so. broke one of them, right? Yeah, I think so. It's uh, it's really difficult to get the consistency right. Yeah, <laughs> something that has a little bit of flex to it. And also is completely 100% recycled. It's going to be really hard to find the perfect combo. That would be tough. That's why I'm not doing it. You're right. That's why I'm not doing it. Just going to throw that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of seems Uh, like the manufacturing market is pretty cornered as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know if he's trying to make money off of it or just trying to, yeah, you know, spread the word. Seems like he's just trying to have fun, make his own company. Weird. Sounds like. Two guys I know. Yeah, I have no idea who those two guys could be, huh? <laughs> My number one was the pro that was actually just on Trash Pandas. He's a Colorado native too. Um, I just heard about him with uh, Eagles Vlogmas. He had him on his channel, um, and they did a little. I think it was like a eighteen hole challenge. Um, but as he's Joel Freeman, um, he is a disc golf pro uh haven't really heard much about him this year because he wasn't touring this year he took uh this year off to help his wife start her company and he's hitting the road this 2021 and gonna gonna um do some good things he's got a lot of good content on there he doesn't in the bag that he describes it his bag like more different than anybody else the what i thought was really cool about him is he forehands and backhands both of his all of his discs like a lot of people have discs that are strictly for forehands and discs that are strictly for backhands but he just uses them all interesting 
But uh, yeah, he's Colorado native, and his breakout video or his breakout tournament was the Las Vegas Challenge in 2019, where I think he was going head to head with Eagle there. Um, so if you wanna wanna look him up, I would check that round out. He has a video on his channel too, uh, where it's all his highlights, and he has some pretty pretty crazy highlights. He uh. His main disc is a whale. I don't know anybody who throws a whale, so I thought that was pretty interesting. It's like an AVR, but not beaded. I I have no. I don't even know what a whale is. Pretty sure. Never wouldn't even be able to tell you. But uh, he or throws the, or opposite. I can't remember. <laughs> he throws it pretty good. Let me tell you. Well, that sounds awesome. I'll definitely have to hit him up. Yeah, I'm sure he played around with you. You just got to meet him on the course sometime. And those are the top five hey, small YouTube channels. That sounds that was awesome, man. Top five small small YouTube channels. Uh, we will definitely have a link to each of these guys in the show notes. So go ahead and look there uh, for that. And and uh, tell them we sent you. Maybe yeah, you know, if, if they hey. get enough attention saying that we're talking about them, maybe we'll be able to actually you know get them have, on the show. Yeah, have some cool people on the show. That'd be pretty sweet. I mean, I'd be happy with that. I'd be jazzed. Then we'll get, we'll work our way up to Simon. We'll get you eventually, <laughs> Simon. That's the dream. Have Simon and Eagle and KJ and Calvin and Garrett Gurthy and Paul McBeth and literally like all the All Stars. Just everyone. Everyone yeah. come and talk How about to us. Top thirty MPO. Let's let's try and get all of them out there. Why why stop there? Why not just top a hundred? Why not just everybody who plays MPO ever? All right, literally anybody who has ever played disc golf can come on our podcast. Yep. If you <laughs> threw a frisbee once in a backyard, we'll take you. Even ultimate. Yep. <laughs> Eric, that was such a good episode. Uh, it was. It went great. Uh, had a lot of fun. I had a really good time. We talked about ourselves. We talked about why we're doing this podcast. I think we had an awesome discussion about the All-Star Weekend. Had some moderately bold prediction and some steaming hot takes. I think the biggest bold prediction is still Paige Pierce coming in third. And if I'm right about that, I, I said like second. So I'm owned, owed something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody owes Eric something if she comes in third. Uh, I, You guys all owe me a listen. <laughs> And lastly, we uh, went ahead and shouted out uh, five of our top five small YouTube channels. Uh, They were Joel Freeman, Trash Panda, Tristan Tanner, Back of the Box, Disc Golf, and Rippin' Discs. A lot of good dudes. At the end, yeah. I mean, I think that this is a wonderful little thing we did here. And we can go ahead and thank everybody for listening, number one. Number two, go ahead and hit all of our social medias. We are Oh No Disc Golf everywhere. Facebook, Oh No Disc Golf. Instagram, Oh No Disc Golf. Twitter, Oh No Disc Golf. TikTok, guess what? Oh No Disc Golf. YouTube, Oh No Disc Golf. We have a Patreon at Oh No Disc Golf. We have a website, ohnodiscgolf.com. And we have a merch store at teespring backslash stores backslash Oh No Disc Golf. That's eight things. That is a lot of things, and I'm glad you remember it all because I can't remember it. 
I think I said all of that pretty much without an um too. I should get a medal. <laughs> Will the medal say um on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, last but not least, we have excellent big news on our Teespring store over at backslash oh no disc golf. We are doing free shipping for the rest of the month of February. So head over there, put in the code ONO, get some free shipping on our beautiful merch that we worked really hard on. Yep. Slaved over a hot computer. (laughs) I like that. Good. I'm glad you like that. Hello, people who made it all the way to the end of the episode. You're the ones that I appreciate the most. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead, review us, rate, and subscribe, please. Big news, guys. Head on over to our Teespring store and use the code ONO to get free shipping. You can find the link on our website at onodiscgolf.com, or you can check out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash onodiscgolf. Thanks, guys.